Welcome back, everybody. It is Fighters Fury here on 7 Night of the Ticket. Got a guest coming up here, Bad Blake Davis. This guy is a great boxer, also a great mind for the business of boxing. He did a great job earlier in the year. His uh, Bad Promotions event that went down to the Gulfstream was a huge hit. Um, he's been a big draw in South Florida as well, and he's making a big career move. So we're going to do a couple conversations here. You'll hear from Bad Blake Davis. You'll hear from his uh, manager and box boxing confidant, Jesse Robinson, who's always great to talk to. And, of course, his new trainer, Sugar Hill Stewart, who is recently known for training Tyson Fury in the victory over Deontay Wilder to win the undisputed heavyweight champion. I guess I got to not undisputed, the unified heavyweight championship of the world where um, Tyson stopped uh, Deontay Wilder. And Deontay Wilder blamed it on a costume. So we'll talk to those three gentlemen coming up here. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Coming to you from Warriors Boxing Gym. Very excited to talk to one of South Florida's own, Bad Blake Davis. Thanks for the time, man. Really appreciate it. Good to catch up again. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Um, this is, I'm sure, talking to fighters before, this is a crazy time for you guys because you guys are characters of routine. You usually have things laid out, and you're at a time right now where pandemic messes things up. I know you guys are supposed to have a show down here in South Florida this month, upcoming, and that got scrapped. So... I guess mentally, how tough has all this been for you, knowing that you've had a couple of shows scrapped, that you uh, you plan out, people love coming out to see you in South Florida, and then, uh, you know, the conditions of the country and the world being what they are, you know, they're kind of up in smoke. Um, well, you know, the shows is one thing, but me as a fighter is a completely another thing. Um, hasn't really affected me. I'm still in the gym. I'm improving. I've uh, been sparring a lot, switched trainers. You know, that's a great move, probably the biggest move I've made yet. Uh, so it really hasn't affected me, man. You know, I'm still focused and getting better, and that's what matters. So, what do you think? Uh, what, what do you want to do next, as far as as is concerned? Because I know, like, you've had a couple of, uh, of dates that have kind of come up, and you're a unique individual in that you don't you're not only focused on your fighting, but you're very you have a big hand in planning the events. I know that you always have a big picture and a big mind for putting on events in South Florida. Um, but you, you, like you said, you're very focused on the boxing. Is there part of you that wants to? Just get back into the ring and, and, and get uh, get some rounds under your belt? Well, yeah, obviously, you know, I started my own promotions. We had our first show in January. It was a great show, probably one of the best shows in Florida, you know, completely sold out. Uh, we tried to put on two shows since. The latest one was going to be July 25th in a couple of days. But, um, you know, COVID cases rising again, you know, nothing we can do about it. It's out of our control. Um, so my next plan is, you know, I'm still in the gym. I'm still training. I'm ready to go. So, you know, maybe just take a fight somewhere else, you know, outside of my own promotions just to stay busy as a fighter and keep improving. You know, I'm putting a lot of work. I'm sparring a lot. So for me to not fight and not shine a little bit, you know, it don't make no sense. So I'm going to be looking to take a fight somewhere. Tell me about uh, your switch with uh, your trainer. Are you very excited about this? Move yeah, very excited. Um, well, obviously I switched trainers. You know, I now train with uh, Sugar Hill. Um, and I'm just learning like very deeply and detailed into the boxing, you know, balance, everything. Um, and I'm improving very fast. You know, he's been putting me in there. He's been pushing me, but he's been looking out for me too. Um, so, you know, I just appreciate the position I'm in and the opportunity I've been given. And uh, it's just, um, you know, I think it's really going to benefit me. And I think a lot of my fights are not going to go to the decision no more, you know. Uh, what's something early on that you just like like about the link up? Like what, what's uh, just a little thing that maybe just clicked that you hadn't heard? Um, just the balance. You know, I'm I'm learning when to punch. You know, he's very detailed. Um, he's a perfectionist, um, and he's very focused on me too. So I definitely appreciate that. I'm very lucky to be in the position I'm in. 
Um, and I mean, we've just been putting in a lot of work and you know, he's in here, he's taking videos, he's sending me videos all the time. He's very focused on me. Um, and we've seen a huge improvement just in my stance, the way I'm moving, everything. I'm learning, you know, a lot about boxing now, things I've never been taught before, you know? So it's, um, you can definitely see a difference already and it's been two weeks. Uh, as far as like, you know, it's, I know it's hard to foresee these types of things of what, you know, the next, the next play would be but like, do you, in your mind, like, what did you want this year to go into with, uh, with how you were, you were building momentum and the sold out show and all that type yeah. of stuff. And I guess I don't want to use the word salvage because you're obviously getting a lot of hard work in, but what do you, you know, thinking on the fly, ideally, what would you like to get out of this year? Uh, with out of this year? I mean, I just want to keep improving. That's the main thing. You know, the promotions is one thing, you know, but, you know, my main goal is to be a world champion. So as long as I'm improving, it don't matter what's going on, you know, because if I'm getting better, I'm getting better and it's going, you know, it's not going to affect what happens in the future. You know, obviously we have this whole pandemic going on, which completely sucks and, you know, it's um, definitely affected a lot of people, but you know, for my promotions, it's definitely been damaging, but not really because everyone knows the shows I put on and what I'm doing, you know, it's out of my control. So people got to understand if they don't, then, you know, can't do nothing about it anyways, so. You were gonna, you were gonna have mixed martial arts on this latest card. Uh, you're gonna add that wrinkle to it. Why, why the, you know, that we don't normally see that blended. I would like to see stuff like this. Yeah, guy yeah, no, sports. it's pretty cool to see somebody get cool. body slammed in a boxing ring, you know. Um, well, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm very strategic with everything I do. Um, you know, obviously the first show sold out and I wanted to guarantee another sellout. And my boy, Ryan Coos, um, you know, he's a decorated amateur. He was on the USA team as MMA amateur. And, you know, he feels comfortable turning pro under me and I'm looking to build him up and he sells a lot of tickets. So between me and him and that 50% capacity, we should have no problem selling that place out. Um, it's been twice now that, you know, we were supposed to have a show and it hasn't happened, but you know, that's pretty much just how it turned out. I'm just looking to sell the places out and put on a great show. And, you know, Ryan, you know, he sells tickets and I support him and I'd like to build him up. And that's just how it happened. When uh, you say you, uh, you wanted to, you know, start finishing fights, not having things go the distance, is there, you know, is there a way you think that you can execute things without having to force them? Like uh, when you, when uh, you of go course, slower? yeah. Um, well, you know, just with pace, honestly, you know, pace is the main thing. I'm learning a much, much faster pace and, you know, just constant pressure, you know, in and out. And, you know, now I'm learning when to punch, you know, people, you know, they punch, you know, and they like to take a little break for a split second, you know, and you're just learning to jump on them, learning when to punch, things like that. So um, it's just, honestly, it's the pace, man, you know, and I don't think if I keep this up, I don't think people are going to be able to survive, you know, and now I'm learning how to set it up, you know, and so that right hand lands, it's a wrap, man, you know, there ain't no coming back from that, so. Uh, is there any final words you want for your, uh, your, your, your many fans here in South Florida? Uh, a lot of people follow you, you're a guy who packs buildings and has a big following, so uh, what do you want to say to the local crew? Uh, just be patient, you know, we can't control what's going on with the whole coronavirus, so just be patient and, you know, hopefully I'll be making a fight soon and be able to watch something on pay-per-view, you know, but nothing I can do about it, you know, so we just got to see what happens. Appreciate the time, Blake. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right. That was our talk with Bad Blake Davis. Let's hear with his uh, manager, promoter, Jesse Robinson, who is uh, doing all things guiding his career. How did the connection happen with, uh, with Sugar Hill coming in and, tra and training him? Well, uh, that's something to do with Blake had a relationship with some other people. And he had talked to, uh, I think, Sugar and 
got in a relationship and created something there. And I, I supported it because, you know, he need that because, you know, I'm from Detroit too and Sugar, he's from Detroit. And I know the knowledge is there because all, some of the greats came from Detroit. And uh, looking forward to bring the same thing to Florida. What is, that, what is that, that, that special thing about Detroit? Like why, what, what do you think it is, man? Well, it goes back to Joe Lewis and, and a lot of other guys, you know. Uh, it's the history uh, of boxing. Joe Lewis was trained by Blackburn, and then uh, Manu Stewart came in, and he was a genius. Eddie Fudge was there. He was a genius. Now Sugar is coming down through the pipe, and he getting to be a genius. <laughs> We're giving him the, you know, He's, he's really showing the people what he know. And the education is coming out because if you teach a guy a certain way, most of the guys can't deal with that, that knowledge, the wisdom of the ring. Most guys just fight. And some guys just know how to do one thing, go straight ahead. But when you teach them the knowledge of boxing, being a technician, Floyd Mayweather, his, his father and his uncle all come from Michigan too. So the history is there. I'm not saying other places don't have education of boxing. I'm just saying that some of the greats came out of Michigan and Detroit. Uh, as far as Blake's concerned, you guys obviously came into the year with big plans and COVID being it is what it is uh, with messing up everything, yeah. you know, and plans and whatnot. Um, you know, with any of the fighters that you're around and, and, and Blake, like, how, what, you know, what do you think as far as just, you know, keeping – busy, you know, trying to sharpen skills, stay patient, because there's a lot of mental hurdles I'm sure that they have to deal with. I'm working on some uh, uh, places that we can host the shows. Down here? If, if it's possible. We might have to go other places, but right now uh, we have to establish shows to keep the fighters busy. Uh, I spent uh, six years in Dubai, and uh, they just did a U UFC show in yes. Dubai. Uh, I don't think uh, over there things is open. So you have to move around and, and, and be ahead of the, the, the game. If you don't stay ahead of the game, you, you get caught up and you fall behind. Uh, Bob Aaron is doing a great job out there with his shows. You know, maybe there's not an audience, but guess what? He promoting through TV. So we have to establish television and keep shows going. Is there, a, is there a particular idea you like down here that you think uh, would, would, would work or would manifest itself that, that, that uh, is feasible? We're working on the uh, potential, but, you know, uh, we're looking at the, uh, which, which way to go because a lot of things they're saying they're having a few shows outside, and I'm just looking at the opportunity of doing something maybe uh, in the next few months. But, you know, we you got to get the numbers down because we don't yeah. know what this situation here is going to be, you know. 100%. Jess Roberts, it's always a pleasure, man. Thank well, you so thank much you for so the time. Thank you so much, And uh, always generous with it. Thank you so much. Appreciate always you. feel like we learned something talking to you, man. Appreciate you. Thank you. And finally got a chance with the guy who just trained the heavyweight championship of the world, Sugar Hill Stewart from the Kronk Gym. Uh, got a chance to talk with him and get his thoughts on why he's training Blake Davis and get inside the mind of a championship trainer. Can you uh, tell me a little bit about how the link up uh, with Blake Davis happened uh, coming down here from South Florida? Uh, what did, uh, how did that partnership uh, come between you guys? Um, I have a, well, we have a mutual friend. His name is Jamil McCline. And uh, Jamil McCline was talking about Blake and, uh, you know, the skills that he has and, and, and his uh, promotions and, uh, you know, his, his drive for boxing. 
and that interest to me. And uh, I came down here to meet Blake uh, to see what, see what everything's about. And um, so far since I've been down here in Florida, I've been uh, pleased with uh, you know everything that I've seen. What have uh, what have been the first impressions? What jumped out at you? Uh, the first first impression is that he's a tall, slim fighter. So um, being from the Crump Gym, that's one of our specialties. <laughs> you, uh, I mean, everybody knows the, the fantastic you know you just had with uh, with Tyson Fury and, and bringing a plan. When you have a new fighter, what, what's your process as far as getting to know them? What you want to pick apart and I guess get the best out of them. Uh, the, the process that I have is something that was taught to me by Emmanuel, and it's just uh, like you, you pretty much said it. It's, it's a, it has to be a relationship. Uh, you need to know your fighter, uh, know how you think, but that, that just all comes with conversation and, and uh, spending time together. So uh, with the fighters, we spend a lot of time together, and uh, you know that helps build that relationship and also helps to um, you know put a bridge to some of these gaps that we have and training and knowing each other. So the fighter has to trust me and I have to be able to trust what the fighter can do. What's, uh, what's your favorite part about those connections as a coach with, uh, with just getting to um, know guys and, and, and seeing like uh, you, you pick something out early and, and maybe something clicks with them uh, as far as the relationship's concerned? Uh, my favorite part is just teaching. I just enjoy teaching. Never thought I'd be a teacher. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I enjoy teaching and, and watching watching people learn what I've taught them and just to use it and to be happy uh, using it. Um, as far as uh, as far as it's been a strange year in boxing, obviously, it's been stranger everywhere with everything. Um, what do you think is the best, I guess, way to go about this year with so much uncertainty, keeping guys sharp in the gym and, and I guess finding places to keep them active? What do you think is, in your mind, the like best ideas or best things you've heard of to try and make that happen? Uh, no, well, I haven't really heard any ideas on how to keep people sharp and things like that. But it has to be within, within that person to stay sharp and to be disciplined on, be disciplined by himself. Uh, I guess with this the, this coronavirus and everything going on now, this really tests people to see how strong they are. And if they're not strong, it, it kind of pushes them in a direction. Hopefully, that makes them want it even more because now they have to do things on their own. There aren't any gyms open. Uh, there aren't any, you know, there aren't any boxing shows really, and uh, things like that. And that's pretty much in the in all of the sports uh, in the sports field. And that's who's suffering pretty much uh, a lot now with the coronavirus is the the people in the sport industry, uh, those those people who are on teams and uh, who compete professionally or not professionally, but they have to compete and they have to train. Uh, facilities are not open, uh, you know, it's, it's for safety reasons and. Uh, we have to uh, understand and respect that and to do other things different. So if you have to go out and be on your own and train and work out and stay focused and watch what you eat, then that's what you better do. Uh, before we get out of here, like when, uh, after the Tyson Fury win and everybody's impressed with the style, you know, coming through, did you have like a lot of people knocking at your door like, oh, tell me the, you know, tell me the, the, the secret sauce of seeing that. And do you have to be diligent on like, you know, who you do want to pick after a big high profile win like that? Well, you know, uh, after the Tyson Fury fight, I guess I can say that more people were uh, making contact with me, but it's, it's nothing different to me. I've always uh, wanted to help people, and I, I, don't really, I don't really say I pick and choose because with picking and choosing, you really don't know who's going to be who and who's going to do what. So for me, it's just almost fair enough for me to give everybody, you know, give people a chance. 
I've been given chances in my life. So for me, giving back and giving chances is just as equal to, you know, for me being who I am right now today. We appreciate the time. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you very much. That's our show for this week, guys. Appreciate those guys joining our show. I uh, hope you guys uh, enjoyed it. If you missed any of the show, download the podcast. Subscribe to us, Tobin Show, on YouTube. Uh, you know, Subscribe to us, sign up for notifications, like the videos. Would appreciate all that. We will talk to you guys next week. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.